0: yo what's going on friends welcome back to another confusingly numbered episode of in madness pod it's sean the butcher here with vertebrae 33 what's up dude
1: what's going on sean i got it for you this is episode (laughs) 18.43327
0: cyberdyne model 101 and a half
1: uh, it's 18.5 you know it's funny I made jokes about it but I've had more than one person say they love the .5 episodes that's what's up man So um they love the because they don't always see the movies that we talk about but when they listen to the ones uh, of the episodes of the movies they have seen then they want to kind of stay tapped into that world a little bit so uh, here here we are, unfiltered, uncensored, if we're ever uncensored, right? I don't know, censored at all. On an 18.5, talking about whatever it is we want to talk about. We could talk about um, my new comfy chair. We could talk about uh, Halloween's coming up. Super We excited. could talk about uh, Comic-Con. We could talk about our
0: last movie we did, Cabin in the Woods, the atrocity that we uh, thought, well, I thought was going to happen. I thought that episode went quite well. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who participated with our Cabin in the Woods episode on the socials at InMadnessPod, InMadnessPod at gmail.com. We are dipping into the mailbag this oh episode. Oh my god,
1: I'm so excited. We need like a mailbag like sound effect. Like a...
0: yeah. <laughs> like just shaking out of mail or something? Or no, like
1: weird. a woo-woo or something like a whistle or a, <laughs> a horn. A mail whistle? Or maybe it's maybe the mailbag is like the the sound effect is like the lighthouse, like the the, 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 the horn. And then, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then we, and then we dig into it. You know, we climb into inside that Fernell lens and we uh we pick out some mail.
0: That's so funny. So make sure you email us in madnesspod at gmail dot com. Uh we are on all the socials, threads, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have the in madness playlist. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube. Make sure you like. Make sure you give five stars. Make sure you comment. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, All that stuff helps. We love In Madness Monday. Best day of the week. We want to hear from you. Uh, Keep this dialogue going. This show is a lot of fun to do. Just nerding out about all this cool stuff um and we have something cool planned for you coming up soon but before that let's get into some of our point five stuff uh did you want to recap any cabin into the wood cabin into the woods cabin in the woods stuff or do you uh have some other gnarly bits you want to drop on us
1: yeah i don't have any gnarly bits about the cabin in the woods i just i wanted to know because we kind of we kind of recorded it and then we got off rather quickly at the end uh did it after talking about it and diving into the movie further did you enjoy it more did you enjoy it less
0: no not definitely not less i mean there were there were good parts to it i love when the the dings and all the all the monsters come out uh, i did like the different you know range of monsters they had i just didn't and i, I liked hadley and i liked citizen i just didn't want them to be in this movie uh, okay. I just wasn't ready for it. I wasn't prepared for it. I kind of just wanted like, I thought, I don't know. I thought it was just going to be like a generic kind of Evil Dead remake, but differently spun just enough to where Evil Dead wouldn't sue them for stealing the idea. But the fact that it was like a comedy or whatever, I don't know. It, I didn't expect it. So it took me out of it. I feel like had I known in the beginning, then I wouldn't have been as poopy about it as I am, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I just don't feel like like I could watch Killer Clowns a million times, and The Shining a million times, and The Mist a million times. But when it comes to Cabin in the Woods, I'm like, eh. I think I'm good for this. Like we did, we we did we deep dived. Right. We did a whole bunch for it. But like I'm like, eh. I got I got so many other ones that I love so much more that that's not gonna. It's not gonna be one that I hold close. It will be because we did an episode about it. So I'll always be like, ah. Cabin in the Woods, I remember that one. But mm-hmm. like as far as you know, wearing a Cabin in the Woods shirt, it ain't happening.
1: Oh man, uh, that's such a bummer. I actually like uh I liked the movie when I saw it and then researching it for this and uh I liked it even more. Um and I want to know more about this world. Like I want to know about this company. Does this company have a name to it? um what do people think it functions as outside of there because it's pretty elaborate right it's like
0: yeah it's like a storefront because nobody can know what's actually happening in there
1: yes somebody had to build all those cubes to keep all the creatures and and you know horror characters in um the, the lobby before it's you know very bloody it's it's beautiful looking so um you know, somebody had to pick the elevator sound. You know, the, the pleasant little ding. So, uh, I, I'm just curious about it. I love it as as a satire on not only society um, and our need to view things like that, um, but how we view ourselves and how we view choice in our own lives. And um, and there is a, just a huge lovecraft undertone with with the these uh ancient ones um which i think is pretty fantastic um but uh yeah i mean i i i can't convince you to love it i don't think they make cabin in the woods merch so. no but i'm
0: sure if they did you'd probably rock some of it maybe you could get the license and you do a vertebrae cabin in the Woods shirt
1: Ah, oh, maybe i could although i like this you know a little more subtle i don't know if i'd have just those giant cabin in the woods words on the shirt, but
0: well, not just do um, the cubes or some shit.
1: That that the cubes and even that poster. That's a fantastic poster. That's a pretty. That'd make a pretty cool shirt unto itself. But um, but you know, if we just put a bow on cabin in the woods, I am super curious to hear what people wrote to us, and a little nervous because we didn't we haven't heard it you haven't read it
0: i haven't read through but before i get into it i have i just have like one little nerdy bit
1: okay I want to go sure in,
0: digging around in our mail bag up in uh yeah. up in our, our mail sack um so uh you tag me in things on twitter sometimes and oh, yeah, i just respond sometimes. to you with 0. 0.5 as in write this down so we can talk about this on a 0. 0.5
1: <laughs> yeah and, and, and truth be told like i, I never i never do <laughs> I never write them down. Actually, you know what, Sean? I have to tell you this because uh, I—I told you before I had something to tell you about how I prepare for the episodes, and I have uh, abandoned writing in a notebook.
0: What do you so, mean, like freestyle, like Jay Z?
1: So now, instead of writing in a notebook, I am typing uh, onto an iPad, like Somerset cord- attached to it. And, and then I'm sort of doing my notes as a once over and then going back in with the gnarly bits on that, um, in a weird, (laughs) in a weird thing. I still have to write in that same notebook episode 18 cabin in the woods, but there's no notes after it. It's just like (laughs) digital notes because I just have to continue something in that way. Um, and that may stop soon, but, um, I just went that way because it was taking me so long to do it the way I was doing it, writing them and then retyping them again. Now I just, on the iPad, I can look things up at the same time. I pause the movie, I research it. I can, I mean, listen, 2023, I can copy and paste the definition of something in there, having <laughs> to write it out. It's, uh, I got a comf- more comfortable chair. Let's go. I'm ready to I, go. Let's. I mean,
0: 18.5 episodes in, but realistically, like something like 30 episodes in. Uh-huh. Uh, my my writing style has changed drastically. Like I said for for our Krampus and for our Gremlins episode, which we're coming up on our one year anniversary real soon, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was rec- I was taking notes on my phone, and now yeah. I can't even fathom doing that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh so I have I have a handful of things here, but I'm not gonna bring them all up. I'm gonna save some of them. A lot of them are really friggin' cool. Uh one of the things I think you tagged me in was John Carpenter, mm-hmm. Suburban Screams mm-hmm. coming out. Uh, I mean October 13th, which means when this drops, it's out, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we're gonna dip into that definitely. This is a TV series. Mm -hmm. uh is six stories told by survivors of real horror um i think it looks friggin awesome i mean john carpenter is the man and like Mm -hmm. i think he directed like all six episodes or something
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, did you see the trailer for this
1: i did yep have you seen this have you heard about this yeah i did i think it's uh I'm excited. Well, this had come out. So like if we play around with the future and the past and all these timelines, I've seen it already. And it's pretty fantastic. So
0: are you so I mean, realistically, I mean, because I'm really will we'll break down the fourth wall. Will Marty finding the camera right now? Uh, We haven't had a chance to watch it when we're recording this. However, when it does drop, are are you watching it all in one shot? Are you going to like how are you going to do it?
1: I wonder, you know. I live in a world that's very much like I. I enjoy my horror to not be so rooted in reality all the time because of the way I ingest things. So I'm curious to see how I will take this because, um, if it's real things that happen to real people, it's different than if it's uh, cubes and there's monsters in it and moving around. Correct, um, but uh it's John Carpenter so my love of John Carpenter may trump that and I may have to just take take it all in um yeah I'm, I'm super curious uh I'm excited to see it excited to see him back uh directing I know that he they've alluded to some things with the thing franchise and him being involved with that. So uh, I know things were put on hold with a writer strike and everything else. And now that that's come has come to an end. Um, hopefully you can get moving on that. And um, you know, his music will be in it as well, I believe. So I'm be, sure man, yeah, why wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so but I thought cool. that looked
0: really cool. Um, and maybe maybe this episode dropped and you haven't even heard about this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Peacock. If you got Peacock, um, if not, I'm sure there's like a free trial. You could scam an email or just make something up and then get it for a week and do hopefully what Vertebrae is going to do and binge the hell out of it.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna do the same. I cannot wait. Uh, I love Carpenter. I mean, I don't know what we got to do to get him on this podcast uh, well i mean
1: james cameron's already not returning our emails or maybe which, yeah. he's in the mailbag maybe it's james cameron in the mailbag. Yeah. but uh I, to, I, 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 mailbag. I will say that uh you know the one thing i wanted to tell you and it just ties into what you're talking about the the carpenter stuff is um and i had sent you this as well and uh printed in blood who's done a lot of these art books um and i've been in a few of them for hannibal and for halloween and we did a, they did a Bernie Wrightson tribute book. I had artwork in that as well. They're doing a reprint of the original Halloween's novelization, um, and the novelization of Halloween and any of the Halloween movies goes into a lot of stuff that's not in the film. And I know obviously they're going to go into things in a book that aren't in the movie, but there's a lot of cool gnarly bits for. Fans of the Halloween franchise So they're doing a reprint of this Hardcover, they're having this Phenomenal artist, Mexa Funk Do all the artwork on the inside There's a version of it that has The original novelization cover And there's a version of of it That has a cover he did Um, I've ordered the original Novelization cover um, But I'll get all his artwork inside As well, it's it's 224 Pages um, And it it should be pretty amazing. I, I, You know, my love of movie novelizations, um, I think it's something, there's a ton of these for Alien and Aliens and all these other movies, I think, and some are hard to get your hands on. I struggled to get a copy of The Thing a while back um, in in good shape. I think this is something that somebody, and if it's printed in blood, I hope so, because they take great care of what they do, but um that could do on a regular basis like these could be kickstarters or something but let's some of these get pretty insane um and they're still currently doing them for for a lot of films so um it's really interesting but anyway you send me
0: an article that they're doing one for godzilla
1: there should be a yeah there is a novelization for godzilla as well yep yeah (laughs)
0: god damn that's funny well uh, this the the thing you just mentioned the Halloween thing was also on my uh, 0.5 I think that's one of the things you tagged me in that I said 0. 0.5 so you hit it you hit
1: it yeah yeah well that one I remembered because I was <laughs> yeah I was super excited
0: about. also that. we're getting into Halloween season it's really close now I like that I'm you know I got I'm rocking the gear Mm-hmm. And, and you're talking about the novelization, and we're talking about John Carpenter. You know, it's that time of season, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's good time, good time. So, shall we reach into the the sack, the mailbag? I don't know if I want
1: to call it a sack.
0: Yeah, the sack. The <laughs> Can, we sack Can we the call it something
1: else? The mail
0: sack. Uh, we need an evil name for it it needs a, it needs a fitting if you have a good idea for our mail sack name let us know on the socials at in madness pod or put your mail into our mail sack in madness <laughs> at gmail.com
1: i think it's just be a mailbag i think it's just be a mailbag I don't we, know. I don't know. Let's, we have to let's go.
0: dip in. Let's dip in. Uh, oh, man,
1: just- and Sean, full, full disclosure, you've not read these?
0: No, no. I'm just opening them right now blindly. Let's do this. This is fun. Let's see if we get ripped apart. We got okay. Tom Henderson. Shout out to Tom Henderson. Maybe he titles his email. Hey yo,
1: hey yo. Wait, wait wait wait. Are we allowed to say the people's names?
0: I mean, whatever. It's fine. Okay. Whatever. So okay. I'll, I'll say yeah. people's first names from
1: now. On. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, just... whatever.
0: No, it's fine. What are they running from the cops? Like <laughs> Tom Henderson, <laughs> uh, calm down with your uh, meth operation. If uh, whatever <laughs> um, he says, first time, long time, just writing with a few things about your awesome podcast. I already like where this is going. Thank you, Tom. Um, he loves the 0.5 episodes. Which hey. you look at that? Uh, so much good stuff. Uh, he says, I'm right about the Godzilla channel. It is bliss. Um, he is a bibliophile and loves collecting books,
1: much oh, like just vertebrae. Like me. Yeah.
0: Um, he has so many that he has not yet read, but he plans to, he says in quotes. Um, second, thanks for shouting out the band Ringworm. He was unfamiliar with them. Now he can't stop listening to them. And also God's hate. Uh, Ringworm, I shouted out in our uh, witch episode for Hammer of the Witch, which was the book you were talking about. I put that on the In Madness playlist. Right. Make sure you check out the In Look Madness at playlist. Um, and it linked them to God's hate, who I love uh, God's hate. Shout outs to uh, my buddy uh, Colin Young, uh, Brody King, uh, all the uh, T- uh, Taylor Young. Uh, Shout outs to all the God's hate. Uh, one of my favorite bands in the last couple of years. And he says, finally, I had a question for Vertebrae33 about Montague Summers. Oh, boy. Uh, he says it sounds really interesting, but before he starts hunting for it, he was wondering, uh, what's the readability of the book? Is it long, lengthy, boring? Is it enough to read, or will it frustrate the hell out of me? Yes, said, yes,
1: and yes. <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah montague summers is not light reading it's not overly uh flowery language it's not overly stimulating it's it's um it's just yeah it's a little bit of a struggle it's not a late night read i i, I look at it as research for the podcast and other things that we might be doing but um I it's not a reread i wouldn't pick it up again you know um but yeah i love thank you top i think that's amazing that's that's quite an email
0: he goes anyways keep up the great work looking forward to potentially sporting some in madness merch soon yeah he goes every single shirt i own is black any chance you guys could do a color tee
1: Huh. Oh.
0: So uh my buddy uh shout out to my buddy Kurt uh in the band uh Kaiju Daisenzu um they have uh, it's one of my favorite shirts it's like Barney purple mm-hmm. uh and I think we we should do it a Barney purple uh, in Madden
1: shirt. I think that will look really cool. And I think right, that'd be good. That'll be good for you and Tom. only, Tom
0: Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, whatever color works. But yeah, something besides black. We'll figure That's awesome. Out. That's really um, great. Thank you, Tom Henderson. So we're one email and I'm already loving this bit and I we need to do more of these on point five. This is great. Uh, so let's go blindly to another. Make sure you email us in madnesspod at gmail.com and yeah, we're just going to start going through these I'm going to try and be more, uh, you know, pay more attention to the email since there's already a million things to pay attention to. So let's do you
1: it. You know what's crazy is I don't even know the, let's just pull the curtain back already. Yeah. I don't even know the email password. I, <laughs> yeah, I think a, I sent it to you. We I think you sent passwords. it to me and I forgot it. And I was just like, ah, Sean's screening it. And I was like, I guess nobody, I don't know how many people. I was very surprised sure. when
0: I logged in and I saw so many emails. I was like, oh, wow, it's catching on. So that's, that's okay. great. Uh, Jason Blankenship. Oh, uh, what's oh man, Jason Blankenship wrote a lot here. Shauna Vertebrae, I am excited to hear your coverage of Terminator Two. Uh, mm-hmm. My brother, my brother had the Guns N' Roses cassette single "You Could Be Mine" with Civil War B-side. I was nice. only eleven when that movie came out, so it didn't get to see it until a year later when it was on HBO or Cinemax. Uh, it came one night. Uh, it came on at least once per day for a month straight and i am pretty sure i watched it every time it was on i know vertebrae does his homework and gnarly bits uh, i want to say at one point i had a special edition dvd with a bunch of extras and extended scenes there's a scene where arnold has to power down to be repaired this takes place in a gas station the extended version shows linda hamilton pulling out the cpu from arnold's head she thinks about destroying it you mentioned this in the t2 yep. episode yeah um yeah. He said John has to plead with her uh, Is during the same scene that he found out Linda Hamilton has a real life twin sister.
1: Oh, I don't remember that. But, oh, that's a good one.
0: So when you see Arnold getting operated on in a mirror, what you see is Arnold and Linda's sister in the mirror. The back of Arnold's head is a prosthetic. You also see Linda from behind some more practical effects
1: crazy yeah uh,
0: any, anyway thank you both for the podcast i dig the point fives a eh? oh. uh, will you talk about uh whatever i think that when the podcast gets ultra big you should get <laughs> james cameron on the phone <laughs> and ask them all your terminator timeline questions also ask if well, he hasn't made a proper true lies blu-ray Thanks for reading this. Shout out to Jason Blankenship. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Thank you yeah. for uh, contributing to our in madness mail sack, uh, <laughs> our mailbag, our mailbag. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We got a. Uh, what do we got here? Walking dead. Oh, I got a picture of a toy. Hold on. There's an email here. Love the show. Listen, you guys on Spotify. Shout out uh, in madness pod. Kevin Olson. Oh, uh, what up, Kevin Olson? He says, Sean knows who I am. Yeah, I talked to Kevin Olson on Facebook. Shout out Kevin Olson. Thank you for listening to mm. in madness pod. If you want to get shouted out, write us Write us something uh, about any of our episodes, any of our past episodes that we've done. Uh, if you listen back, you know, just because we did an episode a year ago doesn't mean we still can't talk about it if you want to chat about it our email in madness at gmail.com let's keep going um we got uh <laughs> we got jason Blankenship again okay hey yo i have some theories about questions posed in t2 part one. Oh, here we go oh why did the t1000 come through the portal time gate naked a better question is how did it come through at all there's no living tissue around that liquid metal nothing dead can come through but to better hypothesize, perhaps it's due to the T-1000 being created by machines. These same machines kill humans on site. They probably wouldn't be in the habit of taking prisoners or having pets. Uh, no one to touch, no one to replicate prior to entry. Plus, coming through naked stays consistent with the prior movies, with Arnold coming through in the beginning of the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got another one here why didn't the t-1000 just make longer blades when it was stabbing through the elevator your question (laughs) it is explained that t-1000 can only take on forms of similar size objects if it were to create a super big blade then it would have to pour itself into that object and it would no longer be perched on top of the damn elevator to this I will add why not stab into the elevator as a blade then form that blade make a bunch of porcupine like metal quills that fill the entire elevator interior that's what I was saying or like make like a lawnmower blade you know that yeah yeah Yeah, uh, he says he digs the podcast. Keep it up! Can't wait for part two, which is already out. Make sure you check out our Terminator episodes if you haven't. Our first sequel episode on In Madness Pod. Um, he sound it it sounds like Vertebrae watched the same special edition I watch with all the added scenes. Uh, John Connor's adopted dad is Virginia Madsen's cheating ass sleeping with his student husband in the original Candyman. I mm. gotta, I gotta check that out again. Mm. Thank you again, uh, Jason Blankenship. Oh man, that's okay. awesome. We got more. We got more. Thank you, Guillermo Maldonado. Okay, these are all good so far. This podcast is absolute fire. I've been listening since the beginning, and I love every episode. Man, wow, that is yeah. so sick. Thank you, Guillermo. Um, so for the Spotify playlist, I think you should add some songs from Austrian Death Machine, of course, because that is the band that does the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, impersonations. Uh, yeah. There's so many good songs from this band about this iconic movie. Keep up the fun and entertaining work. Thank you, Guillermo. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Cool. Thank you. May, okay, listen. If we re- shares hearing-
1: this- he shares the same name with one of my favorite uh, directors, you know? Del
0: Toro. Del Toro, yeah. You'll, appreciate if it. if you're digging this, listen. You know when you get a cool album and you're like, "Man, my friends got to check this out," and you give them that album so you guys can nerd out about that album. I think you should do the same thing with this podcast. Tell your friends. Make sure you let them know that us two jackasses are here talking about
1: movies <laughs> and yeah. nerding
0: out about toys, yeah. and we're We're just grown ass children. Uh we got a couple more. We got a couple more. We got Idrin. Uh Idrin. I think Idrin contributed on our missed episode. Absolutely. Um, hey yo. Hey yo, Idrin. Glad you're doing okay, Sean, after your Sangwasuga bog show incident.
1: (laughs) Mm, It's now famous. It's now famous.
0: T2 is such a classic start to finish. My fiance and I watch one and two back to back as a as a refresher. Thanks to the podcast. Awesome. That's what I was talking about. That's what I like to hear. When the T1000 warps back through time, it was hard to reboot its default appearances. uh, Naked Robert Patrick. So that's all it can do initially, like a turtle with its shell. Uh, When it gets severely mangled, it's like a turtle losing its shell. That's the chrome dome version. So it has to push the reset button, but it keeps the files it gained since the time jump. So back to Officer Robert Patrick. Hmm. Also, the time jumping. Reese chilled with John during the war. Reese went back to 1984. Okay. Became John's father. Okay. Mm And died. So then Reese isn't going to be there to fight in the war alongside John. So future John knows Reese. But then after Reese dies in the past, John's memory of Reese must vanish. But he puts a question mark.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Predestination paradox, he puts. Right. This this is off the charts, Idrin. Thank you. Yeah, uh, af- yeah, after after they destroy the first terminator arm and ship, there must be a new timeline universe created. But as soon as the arm and ship are destroyed, wouldn't good terminator vanish? back to the future style with things changing and vanishing as events in the past happen anyway. Yes, it really does mess with your head. These semi versus dirt bike, motorcycle chase scenes take place in the LA river. That's what it's called. It, LA calls a river, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks vertebrae for pointing out the literal guns and roses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a longer email than I had planned, but I dig the podcast hail in madness pod. That's awesome. That's going on. Thank you very much. I love it. Thank you, Hydra. We got, I think we got three more. There's three more here. Okay. We got Guillermo again. Guillermo keeps it short and sweet. Hey guys, awesome work. Just finished listening to the second half of the T2 episode. And I have a theory to vertebrae 33's question about why T1000 couldn't use Saraconda's voice in the steel factory after he stabbed her in the shoulder. Uh-huh. I think it's because he was still glitching after he pulled himself back together after oh. he was frozen. Keep up the good wa- work, guys. Guillermo from Ohio representing in Ohio. Oh, wait, Very let's cool.
1: pause. Yeah, the, you know what's funny is he was glitching and there were those cut scenes where it was glitching out and he was melting into the floor and and taking on those forms of diamond plating and everything else. So maybe maybe that's the case. He's weakened.
0: Yep i love the mailbag bit so much this is so cool thank you for listening thank you for contributing thank you for taking time out of your day to just do what we're doing this is what this is what it's about right now this is what i love we got two more two more two more from the same guy okay um, nick nicholas frank there's a little bit of a long one what's up in madness pod just want to drop in and say you guys have quickly become my favorite podcast
1: what
0: wow Awesome uh, unseating i he uh, he says over another podcast but I won't say it cuz I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, okay. Very okay. cool. Okay. Um I've been li- I've been listening to Butchers' Tom Foolery for years on into the Trivia Pit. Thank you very much with Jose. Shout out to Jose. Still crack up over Caca Pistola. Caca Pistola, I've been in the radio business for 16 years and uh one of my greatest creations is a uh gun that used to shoot jizz but now shoots shit in order to be more radio friendly. Um <laughs> <laughs> we could we could get into that later. The cocka gun. Uh, everyone loves the cocka gun, uh, and his magic has followed throughout this pod. Thank you very much, Nicholas. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, your weekly hints that you guys give about the movies are just about as easy as the clues. Butcher and Jose give on into the trivia pit. Thank you, uh, crystal clear only to us. Uh, you guys feed so well off each other with vertebrae's deep dives and gnarly bits and Sean and Sean facts.
1: Sean facts. Mm,
0: Sean facts. <laughs> My most recent favorite being Spudnik from Salute Your Shorts, because, of course, his name was actually (laughs) Budnik. Sean Facts. Sean Sean Facts. facts. Unbelievable. I'm hoping with Halloween around the corner, we can get some good horror flicks. Killer Clowns would be my vote. So, again, this is from the past. We already did Killer Clowns. So, cool. I hope you enjoy that episode. Thank you very much. Um, Or go Slasher style with devil's rejects now i know vertebrae's thoughts on a particular rob zombie fellow Uh, Mm. i wouldn't pick devil's rejects um i would really love to grill your ass on house of a thousand corpses yes we all know it's texas chainsaw massacre with neon Mm. green with neon lights however another one that i will watch every single year i'm not gonna rock every single rob zombie movie ever but house of a thousand corpses i feel like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is such a bitter pill to swallow like Mm -hmm. it is such a difficult watch and it is so hard to stomach yes I feel like I feel like House of a Thousand Corpses takes that and like puts like mint chocolate chips on it and like whipped cream and like peanut butter sauce and some crushed Oreos and it just makes it way more fun and way I'm not saying it's a better movie I'm just saying I, I can watch House of a Thousand Corpses more Mm -hmm. then uh but i'm just saying whatever i'm getting off the topic of the email he said, watch devil's rejects i'll leave the choices up to you guys thank you you haven't missed yet uh he says even the lucy episode was great hey
1: there you go uh,
0: thank you nicholas um one question uh is the intro music you use available somewhere i'd love to have it as a ringtone or alarm to wake up to in the morning anyway just wanted to show some love (laughs) and tell you keep up the good work nick from michigan we got Michigan in the house. Um, the intro music was created by uh, mostly my man, uh, Lepardo, Anthony Lopardo. Um, he works at Westfall Studios out here in Long Island. I believe it's in Farmingdale, but whatever. It's in Nassau County, uh, Westfall Studios. Uh, the homies, Johnny Booth uh record there. We got Johnny Booth on the uh in Madness playlist, the homies in Moontooth uh record there. We were talking about Moontooth. I know Vertebrae, you designed shirts for them as well as our buddy uh Mike from uh Panic Room Toys. He's a he's a, a Moon fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, big shout outs to Anthony Lopardo. Um we sat in his studio. I sent him I'm like man we need an intro and I love the shutter intro uh the bump 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 easy quick super uh you know it, it, it sticks in your head so i went to this dude's studio i thought we were going to be there for hours he pulls out this little keyboard he downloads this little plug-in he he starts playing things and what we made in like 33 minutes was the intro that you hear uh every time for every opening of in madness pod it is not available anywhere but like yeah, like, where do I put it? Where like people can download it? That shouldn't be hard. Maybe like a Dropbox file, and we just put it in like the description of the episode. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how to
1: do. Yeah, that. Like, we can figure. We out. can we can figure it out. We can. I love that it took thirty three minutes to record. Ah, uh, something
0: you know, like that. That was a number. I, I like that like, number. Yeah, just, yeah, let's go with that,
1: that number. Just popped into your head. I but it was
0: brilliant. It. I mean, Lepardo is a genius. He sat there and yeah, like, was awesome. Knew exactly what I wanted, and I immediately texted you, and I'm like, "How good does this sound?"
1: Yeah, it was perfect out from the gate.
0: Shout out to the partner. Shout out to Westfall Studios. Uh, and shout out, Lost Becomes. The homies in Lost Becomes also record there. Uh, Chef Brian, the homie Capozzi. uh our, One last email. One last email to wrap up episode eighteen point five in Madness Pod. Uh, it's again Nicholas Frank. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh man, this is really long, dude. Uh, it's all about killer clowns from outer space. You know what? Oh, I think I'm gonna save I think I should save this one for our next point five.
1: Okay, you want to uh, save it?
0: A, yeah, there's a lot here. There's a lot here. Ah, you know what? Screw it. Let's just run through it really quick. Okay. This is it. Um, he says, "What's up, imp? I M P in Madness Pod. I love it. Imp. Uh, mm. Really digging the deep dive into Killer Counts from Outer Space. Vertebrae's pain and struggle to get through such an iconic movie. Uh, <laughs> a plus effort trying to find some deeper meaning or thought behind one of my uh, all-time childhood." F- funhouse of fear favorites. I wanted to weigh in on a few thoughts I had while listening to the latest episode, reminiscing about the classic horror flick. The two scenes in the movie where we see the cotton candy cocoons are supposedly separated by a few hours, maybe yet from the first time we see the storage area in the beginning of the movie to the second time, are we supposed to believe that the clowns were able to collect basically the whole town and take them back to their ship one by one walking so slow. And then he attaches a picture of the empty thing and then the next scene next mm. scene a short while later basically all full it's so funny hmm. uh several rows deep how did they get them up so high do they have a circus forklift maybe shoot them up there with a cannon
1: <laughs> yeah maybe oh that'd be fun like the little yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm gonna quickly answer that and say there's probably more clowns that we don't see that are in there hauling a lot of ass making that work get done quickly uh that's just me uh it would have been awesome this uh of the ship would have been awesome of the ship was full of various sized cocoons from other planets that they conquered similar to the skull trophy case at the end of predator 2 that had various alien skulls that had been collected from other planets maybe not a bad idea oh, I like oh that.
1: yeah that'd be interesting yeah
0: I would love to see an origin story where clowns throughout history can be traced back to ancient Egypt or something where visitors from outer space have been coming to Earth every so often to harvest people. The twist is they look like uh, look like clowns, the killer clowns. And that was the inspiration behind people dressing up as clowns originally as homage or some kind of religious garb to the aliens gods of their time. Hmm. We've seen evidence of hieroglyphics in ancient cultures that showed alien-like images coming from the sky. It would be cool to weave that into the origin of when they first came to Earth and how they influenced clowns as we know them and the clown-like behavior that the killer clowns somehow already knew about. Pies to the face, comedically oversized hammers, clown cars, etc. There's one more. Another suggestion for a super campy but amazingly so bad good movie to make Vertebrae Squirm is Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. Mm. Uh, So many amazing one-liners from a sly in this movie. First off, he puts uh, Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone, not the crap remake. I will debate that. And I will say that even the latest Judge Dredd movie
1: Dread. I, yep. dread
0: I really liked that movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but again i i love lucy so uh, yeah it's very
1: well done i believe i think alex garland uh whose movies i love and will will do a movie from alex Garland in the future and he worked on devs the tv show um i believe he was one of the writers i could get this totally wrong because it's off the top of my head but i think he was one of the writers on on dread and um if i'm wrong everyone can yell at us and send us in, send us an email i i like dread i like judge dread comic a lot um if you're interested in judge dread and the comic there's also a really cool documentary called 2000 ad which is about the history of those those british comics where that that came from and that's a really great documentary it's available on a bunch of different platforms i think it's on amazon um and a few others but that's really cool kind of the history of those sort of punk rock comics in a lot of way a lot of ways at that time so that's a pretty cool deep dive for you if you're into dread as well um i don't i know i've seen the Stallone judge dread i know good
0: i enjoyed it
1: yeah, I think I, I, I did enjoy it because I, I like the comic and it was so far. Sometimes when you get deep into the source material, it makes it harder for you to step back and just kind of enjoy it for what it is. Whereas with, say, we talked about it with Batman, there's lots of different versions of that that you can easily enjoy. Um, but uh, yeah, I maybe you got to give it a rewatch and see. It's been a long time. Nicholas says can't wait for the next
0: in madness monday nice and with that i say we successfully wrap up episode 18.5 in our stupid ridiculous number system of in madness pod
1: <laughs>
0: um uh make sure you follow us on the socials at in madness pod all the socials twitter instagram threads facebook make sure you follow on youtube make sure you subscribe make sure you like make sure you give us five stars make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend uh the in madness playlist the coolest playlist of all time we are adding songs every single episode stuff relevant to this podcast to this world um i've had a great time doing cabin in the woods even though i didn't love the movie uh this point five was amazing this new mail bit that we mm-hmm. just pulled out of our ass right now yeah this is this this needs to continue. So it's that was really awesome. Continue. I
1: appreciate anyone taking time to to actually sit down and type something up and send it to us. Listening, caring enough to ask, you know, questions. You thought about what we said. You thought more about these movies. I mean, that's what it's about, right? We're putting these movies that we love or that we're really into on a pedestal and we're worshiping them, and we're 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 you know um bringing light to that art and we're trying to have intelligent and goofy and fun and silly discussions all at the same time about it and i think it's awesome that other people are willing to take that ride with us i'm blown away um you know that that we got these emails and i'll just say if you send an email we're going to read it and um you know I, i think it's incredible so thank you so much for that it's awesome
0: Hell yeah. So, uh, the plan is tease. We're going to tease a movie because the plan is to do something special for our next episode before we get into our next movie. Um, mm. It won't necessarily be a 0. 0.5. <laughs> we'll figure out what stupid ass number to give it. Maybe it'll be like 18.5a. <laughs> Let's um,
1: break these into thirds and yeah, just confuse yeah.
0: everyone. 18.75 because mm. we're getting closer to 19. Um, But the plan is to have something special. Uh, we'll see how it works out. Um, It will be hopefully from the event that, I mean, we were taking part in very recently. So we'll get into that very soon. We'll drop more hints for you uh, later. I'm not going to drop too many hints just in case uh, it didn't mm-hmm. go the way we planned it. So
1: <laughs> we'll see what happens.
0: And if we don't have that, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have to figure something out because we got to,
1: Hit. there will be an episode we will drop an episode no matter what don't worry about it there'll be something for you to listen. if there's to. enough
0: mail in the mail bag maybe we'll do another mail sack episode yes we <laughs> gotta figure out a name for this send us potential names at in pod in madness at gmail.com i'm good do you
1: have all your bits in are you good i'm good that's awesome it's amazing thank you so much for listening we appreciate it